Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 200 of our podcast, and welcome also to 2023. So that was the Japanese for Happy New Year. And because if you've listened for a while, you know that Sarah and I are both biracial. We are the daughter of one Japanese immigrant parent and one white parent each. And today, since we have hit 275,000 downloads and have tons of new listeners, we want to reintroduce ourselves and also give you a run of where we've been with our platform and make sure you have an overview of what you can expect from us this coming year. Yes, especially important because it's leading into a major election in 2024. And if we want to build a community and a country that actually looks out for all of us, there are things and people we need to know about so we can do things differently, taking action intentionally and consistently. Welcome to the Dear White Women podcast, the show that helps white women use their privilege to uproot systemic racism without centering themselves in the process. We are your hosts, Sarah and Misasha. So first of all, thank you for being here. If you've been with us this long, you already know some of the backstory. But for those who are new, let me just do a quick reintroduction. My voice, this is Sarah. So I am the daughter of a Japanese immigrant mom and a white American dad. I am now married to a white Canadian man and have two middle school age girls who present as white. My background personally is in, you know, I just love understanding what makes people tick and what makes people thrive. So I'm a life coach and I love the field of positive psychology. And that's me. Tell us something that you love doing, Sarah. Sleeping. No, really. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> like a hobby, a fun hobby. Oh, like, do you know I joined a choir this year? Yay! So that was a super fun thing that I did for myself to reclaim a little bit of my life again. Yay! How about you? Tell me about you. Okay, so this is me, Sasha. I am also the biracial daughter of a Japanese immigrant father and a white mother. Sarah and I grew up on opposite coasts, actually. She grew up in New York, and I grew up in Los Angeles. And I'm married to a black man and have two elementary school aged boys who the world sees as black. So I am also on the personal side, an attorney used to be focused on intellectual property. Now I'm focused on election protection and all things related to voting and redistricting. I'm also a lover of historian, not just because my grandfather was a actual U.S. historian, but I love looking at the arcs of history and how we get to here and how we go forward from where we've come from. And since I made you tell us, I know you're going to ask me. So um, <laughs> fun fact, go. <laughs> the thing that I love doing now is um, ballet. I did it for so long as a kid and a teenager. And there's a real joy in coming back to something that you've loved doing. Like I know singing similar for you and you can do it in your 40s without any of those constraints and the feeling of needing to be perfect, needing to show up in a certain way that you did earlier. So that is my joy. Awesome. And there's so many more fun facts about you, but we'll, for the sake of brevity, move on to this next section, because I think it's important for everyone to know how we met. Our friendship, we've been best friends for over 25 years, folks. We met back in college when we were undergrads at Harvard, walking out of a half Asian People's Association meeting. And basically, it's only fitting that here we are, like a quarter of a century later, doing this work, talking about racial identity, because that's actually how we met. Yeah. And I think 
we met walking out of that meeting and we met walking out halfway through the meeting because they asked a question or, you know, they were characterizing being biracial as either half a person or double a person, which we thought was the wrong question. So we got up and left. So not only did we meet centered around our own race and identity, which has been sort of a constant discussion in our lives, we met in protest of how we were being viewed. So that's all very fitting for how we got to the Dear White Women platform, which if you're listeners for a long time, you know this story already. But I think it's important to reiterate because it's very clear in our name who we're talking to a lot of the time. But this comes from really personal experience because Sarah and I, by virtue of being biracial, have spent a lot of time moving in circles that are largely full of white women. So we know three things about those circles, what's being said, what's not being said, and what's being said when white women believe there's no women of color in those spaces. So we wanted to take that knowledge and pair it with the fact that we understand the inherent power that women hold throughout society that's largely undervalued, devalued, told we don't matter, you name it. It's been undersold to us as women. But there are so many spheres in our individual lives in which we hold power, be it at home, right, at work, in the voting booth, making financial decisions for our families, in our book clubs, in those social circles that we were just talking about. There are so many ways that women have influence. And white women in particular have influence because of how they show up and the fact that their voices are heard in spaces where a lot of other voices are not. So that's why we decided to put all those things together and really unlock the power of white women in this space to make that change, to really use their privilege, as Sarah says so kindly in our podcast intro, to uproot systemic racism without centering themselves in the process. So this is part of this journey that we've been on for almost four years now through this platform, right? It's awesome. Well, so then speaking of the four years, let's talk about some of the statistics about where we have been. What have we done over the last four years? Because I want to celebrate where we are, where we were at the end of 2022 before we talk about what's to come in 2023. So last year in 2022, we released 52 episodes. That was over 1,500 minutes of listening and learning. We interviewed 28 really smart, thoughtful, change-making human beings. I loved this, that we offered a summer's worth of short, actionable episodes to really level set anti-racism learning, all while you and I managed to take those weeks off to focus on actually spending time with our kiddos. And you already said this at the beginning, but we reached over 275,000 downloads from 97 countries around the world. And we want to give a huge shout out to our most active California and Colorado listeners. And that's already up 35% compared to 2021. So we are continuing to grow. We love that you share our show with your friends, your colleagues, and your community. So, so thank you so much. Yes. And echoing that thanks, I wanted to also highlight some of the statistics that relate to the work that we do outside of the podcast, because this is also a huge thank you to everyone who's brought us in to speak at their companies, at their schools, through their virtual networks. Because last year, we led 19 discussions at corporations, schools, and those virtual networks. We made at least 13 major media appearances. And if you want to check those out, you can go to our website, dearwhitewomen.com, and you know go through them. Disclaimer, I don't watch them because I cringe every time I see myself really hard cringe. But, you know, it is always a joy to A, Sarah, have time to talk to you about this, but B, to get our platform and message out on a broader, to a broader audience. 
we also, you know, went the opposite direction and have a very intimate book club that we host through the podcast and our platform. And last year we had six in-depth discussions with this book club about some amazing books. Speaking of books too, and I know we just came off sort of a holiday season if you're listening to this when we're recording this, but gifting doesn't have to stop just with the holidays. And if you're looking for a gift, here's an idea. You can buy our book so your white friends can keep listening, learning, and taking action. Because maybe some of them aren't podcast listeners, like some people who are very close to me, let's say. I don't see you pointing at me. Nope. (laughs) I was just boring, you know, my eyes through the Zoom screen. But so proud of the fact that we sold over 3,000 copies of our audiobook and paperback book in the last year. Yay, we did. And again, thank you all out there. The two other stats to highlight, we are on social, and but you can tell that we track the other stats. These are a little looser. Now we have an indication of where to grow and focus. We grew our Instagram account by a percentage that we would know if we actually kept your start statistics. We are no longer on Twitter or Facebook. We have exploded on the new audio platform, Fireside. And you and I individually are getting much more vocal on LinkedIn. So you can find us either at Instagram or LinkedIn. And then in terms of emails, if you, dear listener, are not yet on our email list, go to our website and get on there. We only sent eight last year, which means that there's a lot of room for growth, but we made sure that they were all value add every time we sort of went into your inbox. And so again, thank you for being here. That's what we accomplished. We are very proud of ourselves and really excited for all that is to come. Yes. So I think that was a great recap of 2022. And so now I'm going to shift gears a little bit because let's talk about 2023, right? Because I we have so many exciting things planned for the podcast and for our platform overall that we just wanted to give you all a sneak peek, sort of a brief overview and of what you're going to be listening to this year. So first of all, as Sarah alluded to, we're going to be talking about a lot of things that will relate to the 2024 election. And if you're listening to this and you're like, wait a hot second, we just had the midterms. 2024 isn't even this year. Why should we care? I think that, well, A, we're going to share why you should be caring, but B, 2024 doesn't happen in a vacuum, right? And there is a huge lead up time to the election. In fact, some could argue that we are in the 2024 election cycle right now. So all of those policy decisions that are coming, all of the questions that we're going to be hearing from the different branches of government, those are all going to really play a major role in what happens at the end of 2024 when we elect our next president. And I think that it can't be understated that history, as we're going to talk about, really shows us that those patterns of what we make decisions on now, how we act now, where we put our money towards now, where we invest our time and energy in now is going to make that difference. So stay tuned throughout this year for ways in which you can make an impact if as to who you want to see, not only in the White House, because let's remember, it's the presidential election, but there's also, it's all the way down the ballot, right? It's your state level officials, it's your local officials, it's your hyper-local officials. All of those are, you know, in some way involved in what's going to happen in November of 2024. And the ripple effects of all of that for the many, many years to come afterwards. We will continue to do a lot of our work using the framework that we outline really clearly in our book. It's listen, learn, and act. 
We will absolutely, you know, bring stories to you so you understand why what we're talking about matters and how it impacts people. We'll make sure you have real facts, the only kind of facts that are actually facts at your disposal so you understand the information. And most importantly, we are really going to be leaning, continuing to lean into the things that we can do because you can listen and learn all day long and nothing will change if we do the same things. We have to choose to do things differently. The other part that I'm really excited about is... And I don't want you to all snore. I think this is, there's a way to make this exciting, but it's civics. Based on my own, and this is Sarah again, but based on my own lack of knowledge and the conversations that we've had, I think it's pretty clear that not many of us totally understand how our citizenship works, how our involvement in democracy actually works. And I don't necessarily think I know exactly what we can and need to do to shape the future that we want to see. So we're going to spend going through time going through what civics is, and what are some of the many things we can do to get involved? This is where I'll rely on your lawyer brain, me, Sasha. <laughs> well, and I think for those of you who, you know, are still, even after Sarah gave you this plug for civics, still thinking like, but why is this so important? It doesn't really matter. It does. And one of the big ways that it matters is not only sort of at a local grassroots level, but as we were talking about what decisions are being made about you, right, on a much higher level. And so along with civics, something that I am really excited about is we're going to talk about, and not like we haven't done it in the past, but to be very clear, we are going to unpack some of the SCOTUS cases that are on the docket this year, because there are going to be a lot of decisions that come out in June that could have a direct impact on, for example, your ability to vote. And so I think that it is sometimes things people kind of lean away from because there's a lot of big language that's used. There's a lot of terminology and it feels like nine people are deciding things that may not at all have an impact on you. But I think and I hope that as you listen to this year in our podcast, you'll see that even if it doesn't have a direct impact, as Sarah was saying, there's that ripple effect. So one decision may not directly impact you, but it may impact something that you actually really care about and it's going to impact you in a different way later. So we hope that you will be tuning in for all of that. And we promise you won't be falling asleep. We will. Sarah is always great at making sure that <laughs> every time I use a word that may be questionably boring, Sarah's like, can you please say that another way? And we do, hopefully. So we love hearing your feedback. So if you still think it's way too lawyerly, I appreciate that. And please let us know so that we know how to tailor this for everyone, right? And speaking of everyone, it's not just going to be our two voices that you hear on the podcast. And it's really important to mention that we're going to be hopefully interviewing a ton of people and especially people leading platforms that can make the sort of difference that we can get behind. So one of the topics that we talked about in 2022 was that we don't all have to lead the charge, right? We can find people who have been doing this work for a really long time and get involved helping them to make that difference. Because again, it's the ripple effect. It's a community-based thing. And we need you as our community so that we can all be in it together in 2023. Thank you so much for all of your support. And we can't wait to get started in this year with you. Ooh. Last plug, as a community, if you have any thoughts, any questions, any suggestions, always feel free to reach out to us on email at hello 
at dearwhitewomen.com. If you think that email is more annoying to send and you want us to set up a voicemail number so you can just call, let us know and I will make that happen. Okay, we will absolutely respond to you. So let's figure it out together. And thank you so much, as Misasha said, for being in this community with us. Let's make it happen. You've just listened to the Dear White Women podcast with your hosts, Sarah and Misasha. Yes, we're on social media. And yes, you can hire us to do talks about our book. But the biggest thing, don't forget to sign up for our newsletter to receive our free materials. Head over to DearWhiteWomen.com to get on the list. <laughs>